What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my VIP one-on-one coaching clients who's doing absolutely incredible things. And I want to do a little bit of a brief story on Pat. So Patrick Hong started with the Change Lives Academy. It was about two years ago. When Patrick Hong first started, he was full-time in-person trainer in Australia and wanted to go online. And he saw one of my clients online and he was like, okay, like I'm going to check this guy out, whatever. Joined the Change Jobs Academy. He ended up hitting $10,000 a month in the academy. And he was the most persistent motherfucker when it came to getting into the higher level program. Like he just wanted to be in the mastermind so much, so much so that even when we were like closed, he would just DM me and the other mastermind coaches on a regular basis because he was so hungry for success. Now, when Pat joined the mastermind, he was doing decent at first. Like he was you know, 15, 20K a month, but he wanted more. But his biggest struggle was lead flow. So Pat had mastered sales, was struggling with lead flow, wasn't really sure what to do. And so he ended up coming on a bunch of content audits and conversations with B, got a couple insights and ran full speed with it. And now he has over 1 million followers on all of the social media platforms. So without further ado, Mr. Motherfucking Patrick Hong. What's up, dog? What the fuck's going on, man? I love hearing it. Crazy, you know that that guy that you were talking about was actually Don Lamb. I listened to like three of his podcasts with you. I'm like, he's Asian, doing online. There's another Asian, Patty Lifts. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, look, if these guys on the other side of the world can do it, why not me? Dude, I love yeah. it. Let's get into mindset first because you have the mindset of a king, and more specifically, like I want to talk about what it was like when your leads were literally so it was like drier than the Sahara Desert. And it was like pulling teeth to book calls or get applications. So talk to me about your mindset then. And, you know, what kept you going when your lead flow was absolutely fucking dead? Wow. Bringing me back there, man. It was, you know, look, it was the safari desert. Like there was no water. It's fucking thirsty every day. It, it was at a point where my leads were coming from kill shots. Mm-hmm. I was like doing 40 kill shots a day, like sending outbound DMs. I'm that, I was that needy guy messaging you and like hoping to get a message back. Yeah, it was bad, you know, and because I was pretty sufficient at sales, I could get some sales, but it was just not a game that I wanted to play long term. So we had a lot of pain, you know, a lot of pain. Like I had to fire like three VAs. I had to like shuffle my whole team around. It was not a good time. And I was coming off a TV show that was pretty toxic environment. So I didn't have the best habits coming out of that. And I remember messaging you. I'm like, I know what's going on, man. I need to go back to content audits. So I did a few content audits and then Cole's like, make sure that you lead with pain, lead with a hook. And then I got in a one-on-one meeting with you and you pretty much said, look, bro, your newbie shit is hitting. Just do more of that. And like, it was very simple, like advice, mm-hmm. but I just ran with it because mm-hmm. you showed me the numbers. It's like, bro, get out of your own way. You know, cause when you're thirsty, you're just thinking the worst. You're like, yep. man, things working. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the algorithm. Maybe I'm shadow banned. Maybe I got to start a new account. You just start going through this whirlwind of bullshit. Hmm. And you're like, just run this. And I just ran with it, man. Like I set up an accountability team with three other mastermind students. It's like me, Janelle, I think it was Brittany and someone else. And then we were doing two a day for 30 days. And then on the 19th day of Christmas, we went viral. 19th day of Christmas, we went viral. So obviously that's cool. And everyone listening is like, okay, so you just fucking went viral. (laughs) No, Patrick hasn't just gone viral. He's actually dialed in the strategy to the point where he knows what's going to work. He knows what doesn't work. He knows how to make his videos. So I'm going to be asking him some questions that he's not prepared for because I want to give you guys lots of value. So 
First question is, Patrick, when you're creating content, what is the number one thing that you focus on before you even go into the ideation process? So when you're creating content, you're about to sit down and do your videos. What's the first thing you think about? Inspiration. First thing I need to do is understand that I'm a script writer. Mm. I, don't, I don't look at myself like an online fitness coach. I'm a, I create media mm. for social media. Uh, it happens that I use fitness as the vehicle. Language, yeah. the vehicle. So when I'm creating my content, I need to pull from inspiration. So I've got two creators that I look at because I do skits and these are the type of skits that I want to do. So I go to the most viral skits on this creator's account. And then I write down in my own way, in my own flow, what I would say specifically word by word. If it was me and my partner or anyone else that's co-hosting with me on this collab, I'm writing my words and their words. Your I'm words. using the same yep. hook and pain. Yep. I'm using the same witty dialogue and I'm going to do the same CTA at the end of every piece of content. Mm. So the first thing that you think about is inspiration. like. Who are the creators that are in my niche that are already fucking doing this? And then you're taking that video and writing it in your own words, word for word. Yes. And I'll do a minimum of seven and a maximum of 14. Why? Right. Because creativity, you can't force it. Bro. Like you can't like put out content for the sake of putting out content. I mean, at a certain point when you're starting, I guess you got to force it. But mm. then like if you really want your content to hit, you want to go viral. You could like, it just has to, it's like you were in flow. You know, when Steph Curry is just hitting three point shots, he's in flow. Yeah. It's like, you need that vibe. I can't explain it, but I don't burn myself out when I'm running content. Mm. Okay. So let's talk. So you write the script word for word based on the video inspiration. My question for you is obviously, you know, I don't want online coaches to take this and be like, I'm going to go fucking copy the shit out of people. So when you're writing it in your own words, this is, might be an abstract question, but I'm curious to what your thoughts are. How do you know if the script is going to be good or not? Or do you just try it and go for it? Once you write it, do you lit, like look at it, rewrite it, try to take out a few words, or do you just write it and you're like, this is the one? That's a really great question, bro. Firstly, it's funny that you're asking me these questions. It's, it's good. One of the things I hide, bro, I'm like, I'm going to give you one little hack and segues into this because... One of the things I had to create was an alter ego. Mm. So the definition of ego. That is fucking cool. I'm writing that down. I love that. Create an alter ego. I love that. You have to, because like you'll have imposter syndrome and you are not your content. Like that's, oh my that's not. Oh my God. Let, say it again. You are <laughs> not your content. Oh my God. You are not your content. It's fucking it. playful and really fun when you're like that. Yeah. Actors and actresses, they shut out, they turn on and they turn off. Oh, that's fucking powerful. I love that. You can do more with it, right? The definition of ego, just in case anyone gets butt hurt by the, the name, a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Man, if you want to be good, you got to have some self-esteem. You got to have confidence. Otherwise, Agreed. no one's dropping their shit. Agreed. Did you know what the definition of humble is? Literally, go Google it. The definition right. of humble is somebody that views themselves as having low importance or low self-esteem. Go fucking Google it right now. Yeah, everyone needs to do that. I remember Cole like talking about that like heaps in one week, and hundred uh, percent, it makes sense. Yeah. So you need to create an alter ego. Like Beyonce mm. had uh, in two thousand nine, I think she had like Sasha versus Sasha Fierce or something like that. You know. So create an alter ego. Mm. So Brian's question was like, how do I know if the content's going to hit? Well, I base it on the character I'm trying to portray, and mm. I also base it on the audience I'm speaking to. 
So I don't know if it's going to hit when I'm writing it, Brian, but I know I have a good feeling it's going to hit when I do the content because mm. like you're actually doing the video and there's a flow. Like sometimes I'll get in such really good flow. I fuck the script off. I'm like, I said these words, but it's going to hit like this. Mm. I'm going to say, I'm like, oh, I'll say, stop doing it like that. You look like an absolute train wreck. And then she's like, or hair's all messed up. It's like, what are you talking about? I just woke up. And they're like, it would just flow naturally. Mm-hmm. Let's run with this. Let's run with that. Because if it feels good in the moment, and you learn about this in um, improv, if anyone's done improv, the audience will feel like they're a part of it. It's not, it doesn't feel like robotic, you know? And I feel like most of my account viral videos, I've got like maybe 20 videos online over a million. Those ones are the ones that got that flow freestyle about it. Very, very, very cool. So talk to me a little bit about, so this is really, really good stuff. So like you're, you've got, you've got this alter ego, you're not your content. So, you'll, you know, before you film your content, you're like, you got to step into that. Do you have any like rituals to help you step into this like alter ego? And I have another question as well. It's a sidebar, but have, did you define your alter ego or did you just decide what character traits he was and just fucking executed on that? Okay. So you have opinion on things, right? Everyone. And yeah. you know, when you have certain opinions on things, you know, there's going to be some backlash. Yep. You kind of created that muscle. Yeah. Like when I was on that drama show, that TV show, I created the muscle of creating conflict. And because I was like fresh off the show and I had a bit of conflict, I'm like, fuck it. I had to like, I don't give a fuck. Let me just shoot and just play. That was the mindset going in. Now, when I'm actually doing the videos, I'm doing a lot of reruns. So I would do the, I would say it, but the delivery wouldn't be there. So it would take me a few videos to warm up. So I'm doing probably seven to seven to 14 videos a day, mm-hmm. like 17 to 14 pieces of content daily. When I do that, maybe two out of the 14, it really hits. Mm-hmm. I have to warm the warm myself up. So it's not something that you can just turn on and switch into. It's like practice runs. That's why like actors, they have scripts, you know, and mm-hmm. they say a lot. And I'm like, mm, say it again. So this is really, really good. So what you're saying is like, when you're filming your content, it's not like, you shouldn't just do one take and be like, okay, that was great enough. It's like, you know, if you really want to get good, it's by the way, I'm learning. So this is very valuable. Thank you. When you're filming content, it's like film it and then film it again and film it again and then film it again and film it till like, you're like, oh, that was the one. Yes. Yep. hundred percent. And you get to a point where it becomes a muscle. Like when you first learned how to squat, I saw your barbell squats. Like that took you time for you to like post that, right? Like mm-hmm. you start critiquing, you start putting them like, I'm going to post this one. I mm-hmm. think we all do it. You post your good shit, but no one sees the reps that you do that no one sees. But those mm. are the ones that get you there. It's powerful. Same concept. Same concept. Mm, I love it. So let's talk about, so going viral is important. How do you make sure that your content stays relevant to your niche? Because I feel like sometimes when people are creating content, one of the things that they do is they get, they almost get addicted to the views. And so they only do the things for the views. So that's the first question. And then to sidebar off that, I feel like sometimes people feel like they get they're creating content that they don't actually enjoy. And so they're chasing views, but then they feel like they get trapped in the style of content. Does that make sense? hundred percent. When you're chasing views from a point of view of trending videos, here's a problem. Trends are really shit. And I'll tell you why, because if you do trends, you know, it's going to hit in this moment and you have to catch it on its wave. Mm. But I employ you and invite you to build a brand. Now that's mm. the long-term play, but it's the best, like it's the, Biggest reward because you build a brand and you build your own trend where your raving fans will be the only ones that get it. Mm. 
And if you have raving fans, there's going to be more of those type of people. I'm getting a little bit technical here, but I wanted people's mindset to go like, I need to create something that me and my audience will get. You will get there eventually by going viral because your audience will start to get you. Like I'll have a, like a little skit where I talk about two type of people, Sarah and Kevin's. So Sarah is that toxic lady who is like a Karen, like a Jim Karen. And I had to credit Kevin because a lot of people were thinking like, oh mm -hmm. my God, guy, all he does is talk down on women. I'm like, I didn't want to play that game, bro. And I'm yeah. like, let me be political on, on my social media platform. I'm like, I don't fucking play in that game. So I would like credit Kevin just to like, okay, guys, you know what I mean? So I started being playful and my audience got it. And because they got it, all my comment section was like, yeah, fuck Sarah, we hate her. Yeah. And someone's like, who's Sarah? And someone's at the bottom's like, that's the $1 question. Like people shit on it. And yeah. she's not even a real person. Now it's, you mentioned fun. Like I'm having fun with the content because I'm having fun talking to my audience and being playful. I love that. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at the real Brian Mark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. You mentioned being playful a lot. Do you think that's important for everyone? I think it depends on your audience. See, mm. my 70% of my prospects, 70% of my audience is female. Mm. So if you're like a men's coach and you got that hard, like, don't be a little bitch. I like that content, but yeah. I can't do it anymore. Like, it doesn't resonate. Mm. It just won't. So it's almost like that female playful stuff is like the more feminine and then the like go hard, savage, Wes Watson, Cold to Silver style content is more masculine. It's polarizing, right? Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, Wes Watson's insights, 80% of men. Yeah. I fuck with content. It doesn't yeah. mean I can do the same thing with my content. Yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, I get it. It's like in the Andrew Tate thing. It's like, there's every fucking girl, like 90% of the women on the planet hate him. But like, you know, then you go to every 19 to 20 year old kid's laptop and their browse search says like Andrew Tate. So that's how it works. You know what's funny? I want us to stay on here because Dane McDonald, I did a podcast with him the other day and he asked me a question. He's like, I know a lot of my audience is thinking, you know, masculine male, you know, in Dubai, achieving his goals. You're creating content for women, for people that are listening at home. How can you do this? Like, how, how does it resonate? And I said to him, Walt Disney, is he a kid creating content for kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. Nike, uh, Phil Knight, is he creating uh, basketball shoes for, no, he's not. Like, he's not even a basketball player. Yeah. You don't have to be your own avatar. Mm. Very interesting insight. Mm. I, like that. I also think it is like, I want to stick on this for a second because I think it's interesting to think about how a lot of people, you know, listen to this. If I didn't ask a playful question, then everyone that's listening would be like, okay, it's time to be more playful. But I think that you really do need to consider who your audience is because yes. if your audience tends to be a little bit more masculine, it might, that might not be effective. Also, I think another thing to consider when you're creating content is you need to lean into what you naturally are. Like Cole De Silva, when he's off screen, is naturally like he's on screen. And so it makes sense for him to put out content like that because that is really in alignment with who he is at his core. And I know that you're a jokester as well. We fuck around when we have calls. So the style of content that you do is 
also leaning into your natural gifts because that's like you're you are like that it's just in general like you are like a funny playful guy like you've got to start you got a sense of humor right 100 percent. you have to lean into your own it's like we all have ego just make it just polarize it more mm-hmm. you know the number one thing i could say whatever you do like don't be boring like mm-hmm. you have like you want to come to content audits or coming to pt dom and say man i just put a piece of content out and i got so much hate or so much love or man i really trigger this person like have something to talk about. The last thing you want to do is have a party and no one talks about your party. You invite everyone to your party and they're like, yeah, it was kind of cute, like 21 birthday. You don't remember anything at the party. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you do, go above and beyond what you think you are. You know? Whatever and- you do, go above and beyond what you think you are. That's a fucking, that's a really cool statement. I like that a lot. Okay, so I'm a new content creator. I'm listening to this right now. And I'm like, this guy's got a million fucking followers. He doesn't understand me. My situation's completely different. And there's no possible way I'll ever get to his level. Like if you're speaking to an online coach, that's a new content creator that wants to get the same results that you do, that wants to grow their fucking business the way that you have, that wants to get that next level. Like I'm sitting here with fucking a thousand Instagram followers. I'm posting on social media three to five times a week. Nothing's hitting. I'm like so fucking annoyed. What do you tell me? Bro, this is the million dollar question, right? Because if you look at your own avatar, the fact that your clients want to lose weight and they're saying the same shit to you. This guy doesn't know me. I've tried every fucking diet under the sun. I've done all this training. He doesn't know my life. I work 60 hours a week. I have two kids, you know, yada, 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 yada. Treat your content schedule like your training schedule and let that sink in. You're probably thinking one. Yeah, I have a training schedule. I train five times a week. I do two upper body, two lower body and one cardio. And I train at one o'clock every day. So that's your training schedule and you don't fucking miss. Mm-hmm. You have to use the same intensity, the same conviction with your content schedule. That's the number one thing because people don't stay in the game long enough to see something pop. What happens is like nothing works, nothing works, nothing works. It's the same thing as a training periodized program. Mm-hmm. You might be doing all the fucking training, but now your macros are off. Mm-hmm. Now, how does your macros relate to content? Your macros is your energy. Your macros is your delivery. Your mm-hmm. macros is your inspiration and your creativity. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to think, okay, I need the discipline to write up content. I need the discipline to post content twice a day or once a day, stick to it for like two months. And from there you measure and manage. Same thing with training split. Did my squats go heavier in, in when I was periodized? What happened there? You have to measure it. Like you have to be very analytical with your insights. Mm. When you start jumping on trends and you live day to day, like, oh, fuck, I need to get on this trend or this trend. What's this person doing? What's that person doing? You're fucked. Cause you're never going to build a brand like that. Beautiful. I love that. The takeaway that I want to share with you guys that it's sitting in my head right now. I think that it's important. So number one, if you're not consistent five times a week, like that's fucking step one. Okay. Get consistent. That's period. And the best part about getting consistent, if you're listening to this and your goal is to get more followers, like getting consistent, will get you clients period. End of story. No questions asked. And we're talking to Patrick Kong and we're going to talk about his income in a minute because I just want to share some insights with you guys. But getting consistent by itself will get you clients, period. Now, if we're talking about growing a following and getting more followers, getting more eyeballs, getting seen, I really like what you said when you said, we said manage and what was the second word? Manage and measure. Manage and measure. Thank you. So manage and measure is important because manage and measure is actually where you're taking a look at your content that's performing well. And you're like, okay, let's do more of that. And you're also taking a look at your content that's not performing well. And you'll be like, you're like, okay, I'm not going to do as much as that because clearly that isn't working. 
what's your own process, Pat, when it comes to not creation? We've talked about that a lot. What's your process when it comes to elimination? How do you know when to stop doing a style of content? That's really, really interesting. I want to go somewhere and I'll circle back to where what this is. So I don't post my shit. I haven't posted my stuff in a very long time. I and I tell you how it works for me because I'm not really attached to the result. I'm posting twice a day on all four platforms and it posts regardless. Maybe I'll check the insights every two days to see if it does well and might make a change. But usually I run through it and I stay with it. This allows me to stay away from my emotional, impulsive behavior of like, oh, it's not working. When I get someone else to post it, it, it eliminates the connection of me caring about what the fucking outcome is. I feel like when you do that, you give, you know, you give the account, you give the algorithm, and you give your audience some space to digest what you're trying to do. Because if you have, if you're shooting like I am, like seven times, like if I'm doing seven pieces of content in a day. I have a certain energy on that day and like, it might work. Like, don't, don't just throw it out, you know, run with it. I don't throw pieces of content out. I put my first draft, my second draft and my final. And um, that's because I wanted quantity, not quality. Mm -hmm. So now that I have a whole bunch of quantity that has work, I'm now repurposing all the quality ones because I'm a media machine. I'm not a fucking online fitness coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm an online fitness coach when they join the academy. I'm a media machine before that. And if you look at highlights on, let's say, sports, everyone's seen Michael Jordan hit that 98 jump shot to win the game. That video has been replayed millions of times, okay? So get out of your own way in thinking, okay, I need to eliminate this, I need to eliminate that. Just fucking take more chances at bat. What's the worst thing that could happen? The video doesn't hit, it tanks, it's shit. And so what? No one died. <laughs> like, It's a really fucking cool insight. I love that. I'm glad I asked mm -hmm. that question. Very cool. Okay, any other words of wisdom? There's uh, a few students that are watching right now that are live that are saying that you're their inspo. So any other words of wisdom? Maybe let's talk to, we talk to the new students. Let's talk to the people in the CLA and let's also talk to your mastermind family. All right, beautiful. The first thing you need to think about is when you're setting up a client for a training program, you open up Trainerize and you subscribe them to a training program. That usually is probably 16 weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Probably run through it. And if you just join any online coach, Brian's got a coach, everyone's got a pretty much a fitness coach when they're competing, right? You don't, like Brian, you wouldn't tell your coach, hey, can I switch the training plan up? I'm not feeling <laughs> it. Like you, you wouldn't do it. Why would you hire him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. You need to create a split, like a content split for the next 16 weeks and just fucking stay with it. Because mm. if you're posting once a day for the 16 weeks and you're rotating between, look, the foundations work. Mm -hmm. value connection social proof it works i do value social proof in my content and then i'll do connection in my stories because the values i feel like that would go more viral mm -hmm. i don't have like an amazing backstory of how i've come to like life and shit like that i don't i don't so that my connection's not going to be there but i do have a lot of value in the gym i can pick up form pretty quickly i'm pretty witty with it because I've been training people for eight years and it's like a muscle for me. So it's very mm -hmm. easy. So once you create that 16 week periodized program, then you manage and measure. Now, the way you can set it up, well, let's get like into like practicality. You need Dropbox. Mm -hmm. You're going to have three folders. You can have a unorganized folder. So that's mm -hmm. where your raw files go. Mm -hmm. Number two, you're going to have a, a video draft folder. Yep. And in that video draft folder, it's going to be all the clips for that one video. Okay, so you let me start again. 
the first folder is just all your all your videos just chuck it in there the second folder is all your pieces of content for that one video so it could be three videos in that one piece of content and then in your third folder it'd be called ready to post you want to set this up you're going to have let's say seven you do seven in a day and then from there you're going to use those videos you're going to edit them all however long it takes or you can get an editor i invite you guys to hire an editor even if at the start if you're making a bit of money because speed is everything dude like i've got a good editor i won't share i trained him up to get to this point and um <laughs> It's all mine, but no, you guys, I just won't share. Guys, you got to keep some of your secrets close to your chest. I hear you. I learned from the best, Brian. So people ask me who my editor is all the time and I just laugh. So there's editors out there that you can get. Literally one video will be like five to 10 US dollars for one video. Yeah. It's fucking worth it. Yeah. What? $50 a week? Fucking run it. And then when you do that, you got speed. You're like seven videos my editor would create it they'll edit it edit the folders put it in the ready to post all you need to do is either post the video yourself or get your little brother to post it you know what i mean and then from there all you're doing is getting in front of the camera remember like the whole start of this this training was for me to tell you you're a media company mm. so get in front of that camera you don't get clients without content you don't get clients without leads you don't get client without sales so brian told me this like what's the first uncap of that bottle it's the lead flow mm -hmm. the lead flow sales skills will only get you so far once you untap that lead flow i mean i never have to worry we're doing five sales a day for the last five months on average right now let's fucking talk about that how many clients do you have right now we have 637 637 and what was your income last month 77 77 what thousand dollars a month $77,000 a month because we unlocked the lead flow and you already had the sales skills we unlocked the lead flow. We taught him how to sell a little ticket. And now it's, he's at 600 plus clients making 70K a month. Continue, sorry. And then when he cut you off. Yeah, bro. But that's a very important thing. Why are we doing all this? Mm -hmm. Like, why? Well, you guys want to make money. Mm -hmm. I have that lead flow. So once you have the editor there and you have someone to post for you, you're like, fucking freedom. I don't have to sit in front of a computer and like type away and, you know, Filmora and all these editing software. I'm like, no, that's not the game I want to play. I was never really good with computers. I'm happy to say that way. Get me in front of a camera. And I was never like, never good in school on like oral presentations. And you know, there's a stat out there that says a lot of people would rather die than jump in front of a, a live audience to talk. Like there's a massive stat out there. I can't remember what the numbers is, but I was, it was alarmed because when I was starting a podcast, I'm like, what's, what are people fearful of public yeah. speaking? But it's a muscle. You need to train this muscle as an online coach. You cannot go through this journey without getting good on camera. It's going to be a painful experience. So get out of your own way. Then once you start creating content, you're like, fuck, I've saved up so much time. I've got a video editor and I've got someone that posts my content. All I have to do is just get in front of a camera, just talk. Mm. That's where you should spend your time. That's your ROI. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Mm. I love it. Well, this is super fucking valuable, bro. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. I'm sure that everybody listening feels the exact same way. And I'm very happy we did this podcast because it was like, boom, 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 value job, value bomb after value bomb. I'm proud of you, bro. You're doing a great job. If you guys want, what I can do, Brian, I don't know if you want to set this up, but I can basically do a masterclass where I'm basically going over like the whole Dropbox format. Like, where do I section it? How do I do it? How does it get edited? I want them to see like me sharing my screen and like an inside of what that looks like, the anatomy of my content. 
I feel like that would be more valuable because, you know, there's different ways of learning, right? When you see someone actually showing you how it actually orchestrates in your folders, I think people could actually get a lot of value from that. If you're in the Change Lives Academy or you're in the mastermind, comment with some fire if you think we should set that up. And if they're not in the fucking CLA or the mastermind, what do you got to say to them, Pat? If you're not in the CLA or the mastermind, get in the CLA or the mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do it. Brian, I was the biggest skeptic. Bro. I was in a podcast with some guy and I'm like, look, I need some fucking help because like my gyms got shut down because of COVID. Yeah. Send me a name. I'll sign up. I need mentors. Yeah. yeah. Like, gave me your name. I'm like, he's in fucking Canada. I'm going to let you guys know. Just a little quick heads up. I haven't told Pat this yet, but I'm going to tell him now. One of the things that we're going to be doing at the event, it's called, if you're going to the PT Domination All Access event, baby, we're going to be doing a thing called Sensei Sessions, which is a new thing that we are launching. And basically Sensei Sessions are like where you get to learn from experts at certain things. And so Kirsten's going to be talking about Facebook group. Daniel's going to be talking about low ticket and you're going to be talking about fucking going viral. So get ready. Hey, I didn't know that. Now you do. Now you fucking do. Cool. That. Sensei, um, that's fitting. very fitting, my man. Sensei. Well, yeah, because you're Asian. Where do they find you, bro? If they're interested in following you, getting inspired by your content, all that good stuff. Follow me on Patrick Hong Fit. Patrick Hong Fit. Do you have a podcast? You're not doing the podcast. You're doing a YouTube. I, I, I dropped that. I'm going all in on YouTube. What's your YouTube? Patrick Hong. Patrick Hong. Cool. All right, guys. That is it. That is all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you all have the best day of your entire lives. Hopefully, you're able to take something from this podcast, and we'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.